Welcome to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark, where we interview top performing realtors, listen to their ideas, strategies, and advice so we can raise the bar and make your story a success story. Here's your host, John Der Perez. Hey everybody, this is John Der Perez. Thank you for tuning in to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark. Today we have an amazing guest. He's a competitive runner who can run a half marathon, that's 21.1 kilometers, in just one hour and 22 minutes. He's the number one producing realtor for downtown Toronto condominium sales. He's a recipient of the prestigious Remax Diamond Club Award. Let's welcome Christopher Bibby. Chris, what is your secret to success? Consistency. I think uh, repetition. I mean, obviously knowing um, exactly what how each day is going to start. Um, there's never any gaps in in my weeks or my months. So there's there's a consistent annual plan, and you know, uh, from the annual plan, it's broken down monthly and weekly and and daily. But I think consistency is the most important thing, or, or the one thing which is really helped me with uh, my business. Absolutely. So how did you get started in real estate? How did I, <laughs> how did I get started? Um, a, a good friend of mine um, was already a, a real estate agent while um, in university. Um, and, you know, I saw a tremendous opportunity, obviously the average age of an agent being substantially higher um, than I was, uh, the average age of an agent being substantially higher. Um, and, you know, with the emerging condo market, I saw a real opportunity for, for some youth and um, some more forward thinking um, in an industry which I felt maybe was a little archaic. So um, this is essentially what I did right out of university. I, I started my courses while I was in my uh, third year at Queen's University. And um, after graduating, um, I started selling immediately. I actually did a transaction on my uh, graduation day. So um, I went up, got my diploma, um, didn't go back to my seat, walked out of the arena with my cell phone. And it's funny, my parents have a picture in their house of me holding my diploma and my robe on the phone. And they said, you know, this is, this is, this is you on your graduation day selling real estate. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, quite some time ago, about 13 years ago. That's amazing. So 13 years, you've had quite a successful career. For sure, you've had some challenges that you've had to go through. What would you say, Chris, is one of the challenges you faced early on when you started your career? Well, I think uh, being a younger agent or, or right out of um, school, obviously, um, when I started, I was you know, 22, 23 years old. So um, credibility and experience, um, when I started, um, obviously, um, a lot of objection handling in terms of um, you know how long have you been in the industry? You know how many transactions have you have you done? Have you sold anything in the building? Um, so that that was you know obviously quite difficult early on, um, but you know in in due time, um, obviously um, you know I, I used to prepare myself um, in advance, thinking you know so these questions are going to come. How am I going to handle them? So I was never caught off guard. So I always thought what what are the worst things that could happen or what could make me feel uncomfortable. And I was very honest with people, um, but, you know, I knew my inventory inside out. Um, I, I felt at the time, you know, early on, I knew more than the majority of my competition and the other agents that were out there um, because we really didn't have many condo specialists. Like, I found a lot of agents were, you know, generalists. So a, a typical day would be driving to Mississauga, driving to North York, showing something in the beaches, and then, you know, you sold homes, you sold condos. Um, so at the time I thought, well, 
if you um, specify and you know have a, a niche market and my domain I, I never did christopherbibby.com it was always my torontocondo.com and um, early on it was I was always branding myself as a condominium agent so um, and just with um, you know the market knowledge and um, at the time you know no children it's I'll outwork my competition and and people you know were willing to give me a chance and then from there just trying to obviously leverage that success on a regular basis and make it grow and yeah so pretty much a mix of hard work uh, smart work and being proactive and seeing things ahead is how you overcame your your initial challenges in the business absolutely and I mean we all as new agents or younger agents I mean have faced um, the, the same type of adversity and and it's it's difficult but you know having a very positive um, you know I guess outlook on on the business and but again you know um, doing things differently and I think you know the market was a little archaic and at the time I saw a real um, opening or you know about 10 years ago an opportunity to do a lot of online marketing and um, search engine optimization so when I was going on appointments you know people were coming in with the typical photocopied listing presentation and you know um, cheap brochures and, and you know you when you started doing something different you know people really listened because your appointment would stand out tremendously compared to the competitors who were also um, quite a bit older mm -hmm. so so pretty much looking for ways to differentiate yourself set yourself apart and, and take that extra effort take that extra effort to go that extra mile to make sure you're ahead of your competition basically absolutely I mean I never you know as much as you have to monitor um, what your competition's doing or you have mentors within the industry I mean I also looked outside of um, real estate and looked at successful companies and you know how they branded themselves or how they were operating their businesses um, and was trying to see how I could apply that back to real estate but um, treating you know it as, as we said earlier before we started the podcast uh, as a as a business as opposed to um, you know a job I mean it was a seven day a week full-time um, business you know absolutely and it's a different mindset of, uh, of looking at it and you've got a young family right now I do and uh, it's growing it's growing so, it's so growing. congratulations so, yeah so Thank and you. you're also a competitive runner so uh, how do you how do you <laughs> find the time to balance work life family life being able to pursue your your own personal passions and interests how do you do that amidst being a top producing uh, realtor well I, I mean you know first of all I mean um, it goes back to being organized and, and disciplined and I mean for me running and real estate I mean are almost synonymous so um, you know, there's things I, I do um, daily with, you know, my real estate practice um, that I don't want to do, but I know it's obviously going to help me get ahead. And the same thing applies with running, you know, waking up at 530 in the morning when it's pitch, pitch black and, and um, it's snowing and minus 10 degrees, you know, I, it's, it's not always, you know, people think you're crazy, um, but, you know, it's obviously what you do, in my opinion, you know, um, in the off season with running, um, that's going to get you ahead when it's time to race. And oddly enough, I mean, the races, uh, road races with running are typically always in spring and fall. And I mean, our hottest markets are always spring and fall in real estate. So mm -hmm. it's, it's funny. They're synonymous because, you know, um, you know, I do a lot more higher volume of running in the winter and actually in the summer. Um, and I'm prepared to race, you know, in, in spring and fall. And the same thing with real estate, you know, we're doing a lot of work, um, you know, in December and January or even in the summer months, you know, as much as I would love to take a substantial amount of time off to get us ahead. And, um, you know, I've 
Yeah, so with running, you know, you're constantly trying to improve your times. With real estate, you're constantly trying to improve your, you know, whether um, it's volume or to grow your business and grow your practice. So um, just going back in the off season and seeing how you can improve and make changes to, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. it's uh, it's very admirable that you're starting uh, and very impressive that you're starting your day that early and then uh, and then you're out running. So what does uh, what does a day in the life of Christopher Bibby typically look like from the moment you get up uh, till the moment uh, you pretty much call it a day? What does that day look like for you? I mean, it, it, it varies. You know, I don't want to paint this picture of, um, you know, being superhuman or not sleeping. But, um, you know, my, my days are very um, structured and even structured in terms of free time and doing nothing. But, uh, no, a typical day, um, I mean, start with a run. Um, so I may get up at um, 530, um, head out the door for an hour or so, um, come back and... Um, at that point, um, you know, check the phone, obviously start going through um, the overnight emails and, and messages. Um, if I find, if I start that at right when I wake up, I won't get out the door to run. Mm -hmm. So clear my head, get back um, home, you know, start responding um, to messages, family time, um, breakfast as a family, um, and then, you know, out, out the door. Um, so uh, appointments, um, if I don't have appointments, I'm in the office, obviously getting caught up on administrative tasks or um, scheduling meetings and, and basically, um, or following up with, with clients, um, our past clients. Um, during the, the busier, I guess, um, season, I mean, some nights I'm, I'm not home until 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Um, but, you know, I, I try to come home as soon as I can to spend time with my wife and our son, and we have another son on the way. So um, just... Yeah, I mean, really structuring the family time and personal time and, and business and um, balancing everything out. I mean, it's it's really important, you know. I mean, you don't want to burn out um, work-wise. You don't, you know, you obviously want to make sure that um, your family life is um, nurtured as well. And um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I try to shut my phone off um, as soon as I, I can and um, be efficient and, you know, not stay on the phone until, you know, 10 or 11 o'clock at night, you know, so, um, but, uh, yeah, usually evening appointments and getting caught up. I mean, it, it's in very busy season. I mean, um, I may even wake up before 5.30 to do emails before I run, then get back, do more emails, and, but just planning the day and having everything structured. That's an absolutely amazing schedule, and uh, <laughs> for you to be able to, to fit all that in a day and still be able to manage uh, work, family life, and everything that you're doing is amazing. So what keeps you motivated? Like, In order for you to be able to have that day, um, you got to be very full of energy. So what keeps you motivated to perform at that level and have such a high level of energy? Like, What, what keeps you going? Um, I mean, my, my family, um, you know, as Sam was saying, uh, Sam Ghani is with us uh, earlier. Um, I mean, my family, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of them all day long and um, I mean I grew up in a entrepreneurial household so um, I had parents you know who were very um, you know hardworking seven days a week um, and we were very involved in the business so to be honest this is you know quite normal for me um, but yeah I mean my, my family and you know I just I remember how hard it was um, starting um, as a new agent and 
I just have that uh, daily appreciation for, you know, how difficult it is, you know, starting from scratch. And, um, you know, I didn't join a team or I didn't have a family that was involved in the business. I mean, it, it was, yeah, starting from scratch. So on a daily basis, I remind myself how, um, what it was like to not have the phone uh, ringing or not having emails coming in. And, and you know, just, um, it's, it's a blessing just to be as active, busy as I am and um, never to take any of it for granted. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm just, yeah. So. Yeah, it's amazing to learn. So uh, it's great that we've learned so far about how you've been able to manage everything, how you're able to balance, how having the uh, approach of being proactive with your business and really paying attention to your business and being passionate about it, uh, knowing your clients, knowing uh, your neighborhoods and uh, condos inside out has led you to be successful. Uh, so what, Chris, would be your advice to any new realtor or a, you know experienced realtor who might be having a challenging moment in their careers, what would your advice be to them? Um, I mean, to be authentic, I mean, to be yourself. I mean, um, as much as it is important, obviously, to learn and to coach uh, or to, to, you know, to take coaching, um, you know, I never memorized scripts. I mean, um, I... I you know, as I was telling Ken McLaughlin, I'd, I'd have a conversation with the clients and listen to them. So rather than go in and, um, you know, have these abrasive or very hard, pushy scripts, you know, I, I figured out what my clients um, were trying to achieve. So, you know, be authentic um, so they see the real you. And, you know, um, rather than them trying to figure out who they're exactly speaking with, um, you know, focus on one thing. Don't get overwhelmed. Like, uh, so for me, I, if I had to start all over again, I mean, I would, um, you know, rather than be a generalist, and I understand you have, in the beginning, you have to take on whatever it is you can, you know, if you need to drive to the West End, East End, North of the city or something outside of our district just to make a sale happen, like you'll do it. But, um, you know, focus on a neighborhood or focus on a product type and, and be good at it. And, you know, there's so many agents out there. So that's your advantage. I mean, being the expert on that building or that specific neighborhood. Um, in terms of advertising or marketing, I mean, personally, I don't think a, enough agents are investing, you know, the time or resources into their businesses. They're being very reactive and, and they're on the road all day, but you have to spend time, um, you know, whether it be on, you know, branding or marketing or advertising um, on a regular basis. Um, so, um, you know, just, and, and if they are going to invest um, time or resources, maybe, um, rather than try to do everything, you know, print and social media um, or a newsletter, um, you know, focus on one thing and get really good at it and, you know, and then grow the business from there. You know, when I started out, I marketed myself as a, a Queen's Key condominium expert, whatever that was supposed to mean, at the, a harborfront expert at the time. And I, I only focused on uh, one building and then one turned to three. And then eventually the harborfront turned into Liberty Village, which was merging at the time. And then Liberty Village turned into King West. And then eventually, um, in about 2007, it was just, well, let's do the entire downtown core. And, um, and it, it grew from there. So, That's amazing. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much for the advice and the, uh, the information that you've shared with us. It's amazing to see that you've uh, created such a successful career and that you're uh, balancing your uh, work, family life, your passions, everything that you're pursuing. And uh, I wish you the very best in everything that you do. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your time with us today. Thank you, John. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Driven Real Estate Podcast. 
To listen to more success stories, visit our website at hallmarkdriven.com.